Hey team, it's Tom here from the Comms Team. A big welcome to episode two of what we're calling season two of Robcast. Uh, I just wanted to start by saying, uh, firstly, apologies. I know we've experienced uh, some issues with the Ask Robert channel or some, most of the channels actually on WorkJam over the last sort of week and a little bit. Uh, we are working on a fix um, with the team at WorkJam. So like I said, a big apologies. If you are having problems, please log them um, just to make sure we know how much of the issue is actually out there and we can get it fixed as soon as possible. But that means we are a little bit light on some of the questions but we have pulled um, what we can and um, I do now want to welcome Robert Moffat, our Director of Stores. Welcome, Rob. Hi, Tom. How are you? Very good, thank you. Um, looking forward to this episode. And uh, Rob, I might dive straight into it. Um, a little bit of feedback from the team around the 10% discount that we uh, originally had during COVID and we've now moved it back to 5%. Uh, are you able to explain some of the rationale of why we sort of pulled that back and, and maybe give a bit of the context as to why you've increased it in the first place? Yeah, thanks, Tom. I, I mean, obviously, at the height of uh, as COVID came through the country almost a year ago, actually, we're only a few weeks away from it starting. Um, I know that uh, at a group level, we we wanted to make sure we supported the team through that, and then we applied the double team discount. At the same time, we were looking at what other things we could be doing um, in the background that would uh, resonate with team going forward. But it was extended a couple of times because, uh, and rightly, because I think it was the right thing to do, um, particularly as people were dealing with the uncertainty of COVID and went right through to the end of December. But at the same time, the the, the, um, the team who work on team benefits were also looking at what, what are the things we could do that's more meaningful and allows the flexibility to try and be more targeted. And um, that um, meant that we'd, we could use, particularly if you have the... We want more and more team to have download the, the rewards app and use it because we can then have, to have tailored boosts for our team, which allow us to, to have different boosts at different times and allow us to, t- to um, probably target more specifically when we want when we, we want to, but how we can help the team have um, more meaningful rewards, if you like, um, over the course of the year when it, when it matters. And the feedback initially has been really strong about those boosts and uh, the impact it's having um, on, uh, with the team. Remember, we also still have uh, additional discount on um, food, our food co range, so we shouldn't lose sight of that. And um, for those who shop um, at, in the different brands, there are different levels of team discount. So whether that be in a drinks business or in Big W, and the, the team should check the team member, team benefits site, and they can see all the discounts available there. So it, it, although we've scaled back from 10 back to five, we've still seen, multi, uh, it's still at higher levels for Foodco and the other, and some of the other brands. Um, and I think that um, there's a fantastic range of Foodco products in, in our drinks business, Pinnacle Drinks, uh, there are some fantastic discounts available there. So, but the boosts themselves have been well received. We just need more team to download the rewards app and then they can all we, we all get access to that boost. And I think that's the key part for going forward. And then give us your feedback at the boost. Let us know which ones are working, which ones aren't. Yeah, great. And I think we're, we're about 50% of the team with uh, their sort of rewards card linked to the app. So yeah. looking to drive that up as much as possible because as you said, it, it really is fantastic and the boost is super targeted to what you buy as long as you're scanning your card and the, you know, the data is being um, captured there. Yeah, and I think the other thing I'd add to that, Tom, is that we're probably, we're not far from relaunching save for Christmas I know for many of our team that's a great opportunity to put the rewards points away for Christmas and and uh, uh, that should relaunch as they fairly soon and then if you um, from a team point of view that's a real uh, benefit and I know that um, uh, many of our team joined the save for Christmas uh, the year just gone 
and enjoyed cashing in those additional rewards. And if you've got those boosts happening for rewards points, then you're going to have more, more dollars saved for Christmas. Great. All right. Thank you. All right. I might shift to uh, our collectibles program now. And I know we've launched Discovery Garden um, last week. Uh, there's probably two questions that I've sort of seen coming through from the team. And the first is around uh, availability of Discovery Garden uh, seed pots. Um, so after Ushis ran out and containers have ran out earlier, how do we go about planning how many pots we're going to need? And uh, is there a science or do we forecast it? Like how do we sort of go about that and, and what are we doing for this one? Yeah, it's a really great question. So we've got the benefit of Discovery Garden 1, so we know how Discovery Garden 1 went and the uptake of pots by store. Uh, Discovery Garden 2 um, will use a lot of that analysis and insight. Um, Ushis was interesting. Ushis was a hugely successful program uh, and we actually increased the numbers considerably for issues, but we're probably still taken a bit by surprise by just how well it went. The containers went slightly different, and I just want to thank the team for the, the great job they're doing with containers because absolutely um, the supply into stores has been erratic. Um, we've had real challenges in this post-COVID world. Uh, getting space on container ships, getting stock into the country is, is a real challenge. Um, and international freight has never been as busy as it is today. So I think there's also those challenges and we've our team have done a phenomenal job at trying to get through this period. Discovery Garden, look, this, the, 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 the seed pots, we're confident we've got enough. We're confident that we can supply right the way through the promotion. Um, and the early indications are we're well on track and we're, we're okay. We don't see any problems. Um, the key is always is make sure we give the customers the right number of pots. And a real big call out to one of the team on Ask Robert last week Great suggestion is from customers who are either visually impaired is can we show a seed pot um, and the number you get on the at the end of the transaction on the screen. Um, it's too late for us to do it for this promotion, but I've shared it with the marketing team to say actually think it's a really neat idea for us to look at for future right. promotions. Uh, but confident we've got enough as long as we make sure we, we, we do the right allocation for every customer. Great. And the other question uh, that sort of came through on these collectible programs is, uh, you know, why do they have to sort of all back into each other? I think, uh, you know, containers is still in the redeem phase for customers, but we've already kicked off Discovery Garden. We sort of had two overlapping at the end of one and the start of another. Uh, what's sort of the thinking around that? And would we ever sort of give the team a little bit of a break in between collectibles campaign before we kicked off the next one? Yeah, I think it's a really good challenge. Um, the reality of it, Discovery Garden is, um, the time when you print, when you grow seedlings and pots is springtime, and we're just about to enter spring. So we had a, the two containers in uh, Discovery Garden two backed up against each other, which is highly unusual because we normally would take a break. Um, but the importance of, of getting these uh, seed pots out there in use for springtime, when most people would do planting in the gardens, is really pivotal. But yeah, going forward, it wouldn't be our intent they all back up uh, against each other. Um, and I don't think we will see that happen uh, again anytime soon. So um, uh, this one was un this one was planned. We actually did plan this. Um, we've had to extend the redemption period for uh, containers because of the delays I explained. Um, but it wouldn't be our plan going forward. We have programs overlap. Great, thank you. And the last question I've got is around uh, a team suggestion that's come from Eliza around mask recycling. Um, and Eliza suggested, could we work with TerraCycle to recycle face masks? Uh, she's done her research in TerraCycle, already offers safety equipment and protective gear, zero waste boxes for people or companies to collect their PPE, including the basic disposable fa face mask. Is that something we could look at um, to do a little bit for the environment in, in COVID safe times? Yeah, I read this uh, suggestion and it was a really good one. We have got TerraCycle boxes in the stores in Victoria because Victoria 
uh, has been in mask usage now for months. So we put them in. Ross and the COVID squad put them into the stores for team usage. So we'd recycle team masks. We had some early feedback about team. I've pushed that suggestion to the COVID squad again to investigate about customer masks. There's some team sensitivity and understandably about people bringing used masks back to the store uh, and disposing of them. And then you know, we need to work through all that. I, I'm sure these are all easily overcome. Um, we just want to make sure that we um, that we can actually handle the the recycling of them and TerraCycle can handle it. Uh, it be it would solely be for Victoria at the moment because every other state has stepped away from mask wearing. Um, so it's a Victorian challenge, which uh, Andrew Hall's back today. Got to discuss with Andrew. He's back from leave, and then uh, discuss with Ross and the COVID squad. So we'll close that one out. Great, thank you. All right, that uh, that wraps up episode two, Rob. Uh, is there anything you just wanted to close out with? No, just a big thank you again to the Victorian team. Um, I, I think when we think every state, including WA, has been affected by, affected by COVID in the last sort of six months. Uh, Victoria has been affected more than any other state. And, you know, that's, this is now in a third lockdown. Um, the team do a remarkable job, uh, stand up and take care of each other, take care of the customers. Uh, I can only imagine what it must feel like when, when you go into lockdown number three. Um, but when I look at the feedback we have from our customers and the feedback we're having uh, online, um, I have to say our team are doing a remarkable job. And uh, I know it's tough for the team in Victoria, but just really immensely proud of what you're doing. Um, if anything we can do to help, um, please reach out and let us know. But um, thank you so much on behalf of the wider business for just exactly what, for everything you're doing down there. And I hope to get to see you soon. Great, thank you. All right, that wraps us up, team. We'll see you next uh, in two weeks. You're going to take a break, actually. I'm Robin, is that be, right? Yeah, I'm, in, I'm, I'm off for two weeks, Tom. So it'll be a couple of weeks before we do this again. That's right. All right, we'll enjoy your break, and uh, we'll speak with you when you get back. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Tom.